welcome to another episode of Savvy Talk. Today, my guest is Christiana Maxson, who is in the business of love, how to find it and how to uh, find your partner. And she has some interesting insights to share with us today. Um, Love is a business, and I want to know everything about the business of matchmaking. If you guys have seen the show Million Millionaire Millionaire Matchmaker, Matchmaker, you know exactly (laughs) what we're talking about. But it's a business, and relationship needs work, and that's why companies exist to do that. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Maha, for having me. I am so excited today. I know. Get into the nitty gritty. I know. I have never interviewed a matchmaker before, but I'm just telling everyone who is listening but doesn't see the video. She's wearing mm-hmm. hearts, and I'm like, you're in the business of love. She's wearing red. It makes a lot of sense. I'm so excited to meet you because you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. This is your company. You have also have partnerships with other companies that help you globally for what you do. Can you just introduce yourself to the audience? Tell everyone what you do and how did you get started in the business of matchmaking? Oh gosh, it feels like a long story even though it just happened short time ago. <laughs> but my name is Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker. And like I kind of say I'm a native New Yorker rewriting the blueprint of the Dubai dating verse. Nice. <laughs> It's like my tagline. But uh, yeah, the business of love, it really came out of, so I used to feel like I've lived four different lives. I started my career, I was an athlete, then I went into finance, then I went into education. And during the pandemic 2020, you know, everybody was home. And I started documenting my own dating experience in Dubai as an expat in lockdown and post lockdown. Oh, wow. So I created an Instagram account. It was called Dating in Dubai. And just documenting like what that looked like for me, uh, all the Zoom dates that were happening, I found extremely ridiculous. (laughs) But then after we got out of lockdown, I think that a lot of people were attracted to like my empowered dating standpoint, where I had like very high standards, but zero expectations. Okay. Now I was working in education then, and I was a leader in a school. And my school had caught wind of the account let me go in 24 hours oh wow they just said yeah unacceptable yeah they basically were like this doesn't match the ethos of our school and at first you know like when things happen you kind of go oh my gosh what is going to happen next my whole life has fallen apart but that's really i think that's where like pressure creates diamonds and i loved giving advice to people obviously through the account people would ask me questions for this advice on relationships advice on dating You know, men complained about this, about dating in Dubai. Women complained about this. And I always felt like, well, you both teach each other and treat each other the same way. And I really like, gosh, I've been here six and a half years. And I have never met the most amazing people ever in my entire life than living in the UAE. Of course, I agree, 100%. 100%. And when I got all of these complaints, I was like, there are so many amazing people here, but they're just missing one another. So I, I wanted to be that bridge that connected them. And honestly, when I started my agency, my matchmaking agency, I didn't look at any other matchmakers. I didn't really do any certifications. I just said, what will work in this region? If I went to a matchmaker, what would I want them to do for me? Obviously, I watched Millionaire Matchmaker, the show, and we'll get into like, Patty's now my partner. (laughs) So I feel like I manifested that, even though like, what, since like 2006? (laughs) And um, yeah, so basically I created my agency 
And just the success of it, the popularity of it just proved to me, it was like that proof of concept that people are really searching for an alternative to what is out there right now in the dating world. Well, I think you did something that is like, uh, you know, breeds necessity, like a problem. Mm -hmm. What's the statement? It's like uh, it, it, when you face a problem and you can't solve it, like you basically find a way to start your business doing exactly. that. And, and you listen to the consumers because you were one. Mm -hmm. So you knew what they were going through. You're like, these are the pain points. Point, so it was easy for you to step in to do that. So fast forward to today, ah. you have the company. <laughs> yes. You are business partners with mm -hmm. the founder of that reality show you loved watching on television. Yes. How did that happen? So it is such a crazy story in terms of like, gosh, did I ever think that would ever happen to me? So when I started my agency, that was October 2021. And just did it on my own, had had a few clients. And then, like I said, just picked up a lot of momentum. I was a part of this um, WhatsApp group. It was called like Dating Industry Leaders. And I think it had to be like a couple months into my business. I just put out a shout on the group. Hey, are there any other matchmakers in this group? I just want to know if we can have a talk because I do it this way in Dubai. I want to know what it looks like in the States or in Canada or in other places. So one of the matchmakers reached out to me, who is actually one of, she's VP of operations, I believe it is, at Millionaire's Club, but she also runs Sync Matchmaking. And she reached out and said, hey, let's hop on a Zoom. So we had a quick chat. Wow. Literally had a chat in January. And she's like, this is how we do it. And I said, wow, that's how I do it this way. Didn't talk again. Had to have been May is when uh, Erica Retchia reached out to me. She runs Millionaire's Club and Sync. And she said, hey, let's have a chat. We hear that you're killing it in Dubai. We want to know like what's going on over there. Had our initial chat. And she was like, did you ever think about joining a team? And this was at the same time that another very popular matchmaking agency or global agency reached out to me, but they were more looking for, mm, I would say like referrals rather than becoming a team. Yeah. And being partners. And being partners. And what I really enjoyed about talking with the Sync and the Millionaires Club girls is that we are a team of like six expert matchmakers around the globe. And we're really team-based. Like we help one another with all of our clients and we all run like different parts. <laughs> like we cover like all four corners of the globe and it's the most amazing experience I've had like all the mentoring systems like it's absolutely flawless and I love it so you started your company in 2001 and it's yeah two years ago pretty much pretty now much you're yeah. part of the largest global matchmaking network in the world yes <laughs> and how many couples or clients or people do you work with oh gosh so we are in a very fortunate enough position where we get to choose our clients which is why our success rate is so high so we have over 95 percent success rate so we're really, really picky and selective about who we choose. And because of our elite service and the prices that we have, we really keep it a limited number per month that we take and on. And you get hired by the men or by the women? We do get hired by both, but I will say that eighty over 85% of our clients are men. They're for looking sure. for partners. They are. And it's, I know that we were talking about this right before we got yeah. on, but it's really interesting because each client that we have deems success in matchmaking differently. Different. Yeah. Some of them are looking for marriage. Some people are looking for a partner. Some people are maybe fresh out of a divorce and they've never dated before because they got married when they were 20. Yeah. And they're like, I just want to date. I don't even know what dating looks like. And we're like, well, we're here for you. <laughs> Because we're probably one of the only agencies that offers unlimited 
matchmaking memberships because we do have the largest global database. So when you sign on with us, we tell you can say yes or no to as many uh, potential matches as we send you. And how many um, dates do they go on before you get data if this is going to work or not? (laughs) So the way that I work as a matchmaker is I really like to front load the dates in the beginning of your membership. Okay. So I'll put you on like three dates right away. So like within the first maybe a couple weeks of your membership, you'll go on at least three dates. Then especially if you're based in Dubai, I'll meet you in person and I'll say, okay, what's going on? What did you like about A? What did you like about B? What did you like about C? And then from there, the experience becomes a lot more curated. And um, tell me, what's the biggest challenge that you're facing doing this in (laughs) Dubai? Like dating, is it taboo? Do you have any issues Mm. with the culture? What kind of challenges do you face? You know, what's interesting is that a lot of my clients are local or GCC. Really? A lot, a lot. And I think that so, but it's interesting because the ones that reach out to me, they're actually looking for wives that are both Western and Eastern, more traditional, more modern. So I didn't really expect that when I started the agency that I would be working a lot with GCC clients. But you thought they would be are. more expats. I really did. Yeah. I really did. I mean, but we have a great mixture of both. And you are, are an author of a book. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want you to tell me what is who is Toby and the Falcon or what's the story of yeah. Toby and the Falcon? Oh, gosh. So like I mentioned before, I used to work in education. Yep. And uh, part of that, I actually I worked in international baccalaureate schools. So IB schools and I worked in early years. So I authored a book, Toby and the Falcon. Toby's my poodle. <laughs> oh, your real life poodle? Your dog? Real life poodle. And he actually made the trip with me from New York to the UAE. So basically I took all like the core principles of what the IB is and I put it inside a book, but coming from like Toby's perspective and made it like a little more understandable for children in early years. And uh, the book is available for sale yeah. where? You know what? DM me. I'll just send you a book. Oh, that's so nice <laughs> of you. I have so many. So yeah, DM me. Why not? So I want to go back to the business of what you're in of matchmaking mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest, you know, misconceptions about these services is that we really, you know, will they work? Will I find a partner? How do you, what's your process of like trying to assess? Because a relationship is like two people and values and characters and all kinds of factors go into it. How does your methodology or how does your approach work? (laughs) You know what? That's so funny you say that because I remember in the beginning when I used to work with people and this is before I I partnered with uh, Sync and Millionaires Club. And I remember that people would uh, sign on and say, oh, um, I want guaranteed second dates. And I would tell them, I'd be like, well, we can't guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> because you either have chemistry or, or connection with somebody you or you don't. But in like the way that we work when it comes to our systems, like when you sign on, it's not just we put you on dates. There's internal, external, um, I don't like to say makeovers. I would just say elevation, right? So when you join with us, it's part of your membership that you can actually take part in all the different services that we have, whether that's rapid transformational therapy. Uh, Maybe you need to go to a personal trainer. Hey, you want to get your hair done? Hey, let's get you new photos. Let's put some makeup on you. Let's do this. Styling, we do everything. And that also includes coaching. Because we have, um, like, I think a large misconception is that our clients might be like party people and like going out all the time, where I would say, gosh, oh, oh, we actually, we polled our clients, over 90% of our clients don't drink. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. And they're more, I would say, of like the introverted type or more like entrepreneurial where, where maybe they kept their head down for a bit, worked on their business. They have a small, close-knit group of friends. And then they reach out to us because we have a larger network to help uh, them find a help partner. Help them find a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Or they were focused on their careers. And exactly. so they didn't really spend time on a relationship and they are really a bit too shy to go out in the into the world. Dating is tough. It is. <laughs> what do you think of dating apps? Okay. Okay, so <laughs> listen, they are around because they work, right? Like how many people find their partners on Tinder, Hinge, all of these. I would say though that now it's 10 years of Tinder, over a decade of Tinder, and there is just so much reported dating app fatigue, right? Dating app fatigue, a lot of people um, that are tired of the swiping. And like I mentioned, like they're looking for an alternative to what is out there right now, a more curated experience. Yeah. And I'm actually in the works of creating something. Oh, really? We can talk about that. Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. Looks breaking like she's going to be making her own app. <laughs> I am. And the app, though, is really, I don't want to say it's a matchmaking concierge, but what it is, it's taking all of the features that my clients absolutely love. Obviously, um, our clientele is and our services are at a certain price point that's not accessible to most people, but basically digitizing that and making it more accessible. And our ideal clientele is going to be high earning professionals in expat dominated cities, but not just for romantic connections, but friendship as well. I love that. Just compatible people, finding your tribe. Like when you when you come to a city and that is in your home, like Dubai, you're like, where do I start? And you don't always want to be friends with people at your job. <laughs> it's really hard to make friends when you're an adult. Yes, because I agree. if you don't make them at work through your professional circle or you didn't go to high school and college with them, how, how do you make those friendships or those lasting relationships? And they said so much of the science that goes out today talks about the five people you spend time with, the friends you spend time with, like friends are important for relationships, for your mental health. So you guys also focus on friends. Well, the app will. The app will. The app will be all about forming meaningful connections. And that could be friendship, romantic, business. Hey, you might get a business deal out of it too. <laughs> oh, <not>? like, yeah, <laughs> a business relationship, someone that you might end up doing yeah. something with. It's all about compatibility w with the app when the app comes out. It's going to be about compatibility and finding your tribe. Do you just serve the UAE or Dubai market? Do you do anything in Egypt, Saudi, and the other countries in the Middle East? So our matchmaking service is global. Any major city we have connections in. Uh, the app we're going to start in Dubai. And then I would love, my ideal is I want to dominate GCC. That What's is the number what I one want. thing you look for when you interview a, a client? Oh, gosh. You know what I look for? Somebody who is open to, um, what's the word? Not suggestions, but... <laughs> Getting oh, out of their shell, taking feedback. Open to the process. Yes, feedback. That is super important. And also, like, what are their intentions? What are their intentions? Can we meet their expectations? Because we don't want to take on any clients if we know it's not going to be a successful relationship. What's the point? We want to help you find success. Why do people have such a hard time taking feedback? <laughs> ego. <laughs> I would say um, ego might be a part of it. Um Maybe some childhood things going on where you were always put down and then that kind of brings up some scars. But I think if you're a really open, reflective person, then you get the most out of our process, 1000%.
Are you uh, looking forward to any future engagements or weddings from any of your clients? I am. I am waiting on this one guy to pop the question. I really am. He was one of my first clients. Really? He was one of my first clients and I absolutely adore him. He was messaging me the other day and he was like, he was like, hey, can I take you to lunch? And I was like, oh no, he broke up with the girl. He oh, wants no. to see me. I was like, oh my gosh, oh no. He takes him to lunch and he goes, so I'm going to marry her. And I go, oh, oh thank gosh. Thank gosh. Because I was so nervous. I was like, oh, God, to go back to the database. Who am I going to pick for him? <laughs> but yeah, happy, what happy. What was your background? You were a teacher before you came into this business or you worked in education. What was your yeah. background? So I was an athlete. I went to Notre Dame, graduated with a degree in finance, did an internship with Merrill Lynch. And I was like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> and then um, I worked as a first grade teacher a kindergarten teacher. I fell in love with a guy who was in New York on a business trip who actually worked in the UAE. And then we had a whirlwind romance. That's actually what got me out here. I first lived in Abu Dhabi. Um, when I moved here, we uh, ended up splitting, I would say four months into it. But I decided to stay because I had a job here. Love, that's great. And I just saw that there's so much upward mobility in the UAE, like you really get promoted based on merit rather than longevity, like how it is in the States maybe, especially in an industry like education. And yeah, I stayed, I worked my way up, became a school leader before the age of 30, published author. And then yeah, the rest is history. Now I'm making love, not making love isn't the right one. <laughs> Creating Making, love creating for opportunities for love. Um, you yeah. have gorgeous nails and oh, you have dollar you. signs on your nails. And you I said do. something to me that a lot of people don't say, but everybody mm -hmm. thinks and wants. And what did you say to me? I love money. And why do people feel it's taboo to talk about money? I hate that people think that. I think everybody should be talking about money, creating abundance for themselves and having those conversations. Because I mean, how I mean, if you ever worked in a corporate job, right? I remember the last school that I worked in, there was a girl who was the same, oh, sorry, two years older than me, two years older than me, uh, worked the same job I was working and she was getting paid a third less than me. Why? And like when we had that conversation and like I, I knew I was leaving, I was like, you need to go talk to HR because that is not, That's not right. right at all. Well, I love how you advocate mm -hmm. for love. You advocate Definitely. for money. Mm -hmm. You advocate for relationships. And most of all, yourself in building your business. Uh, you're an entrepreneur <laughs> who's built a company who's actually making people's lives better. Christine. I hope so. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Maha. Pleasure's mine.